Good afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are all here with me today. Uh, Today, we're going on a little bit more practical note with my guest, who I'll introduce in just a couple of minutes. Um, So we're not not going off into the very esoteric as we've been doing in recent weeks. Um, But first, of course, we have our quotes of the day from Mike Dooley in the Universe and from Abraham to kick us off. And uh, just a little reminder, we've got a lot of new shows on the network. Um, So please go to talkradio.nyc and check out. We've got a number of uh, wonderful business-related shows now on everything from uh, small and mid-sized businesses, leadership, uh, uh, content marketing. Uh, we've also got shows on on things like suicide and psychoanalysis and development. And uh, now we've got not just uh, one sh- location show, hit, uh, Rediscovering New York, but then we also have Gateway to the Smokies, which is all about the Smoky Mountains down in Asheville, North Carolina. So um, a lot of great offerings. I hope you'll check out some of the other shows as well. Let's get started with Our quotes of the day, first from the universe. Nothing helps, heals, cures, mends, builds, clears, stabilizes, fixes, balances, restores, corrects, inspires, enables, empowers, enlightens, or tickles better than the truth. Ask for it by name, the universe. Hmm. So the universe is asking us, to ask for the truth, to be more focused on the truth. So I have some caveats with this. So the first thing, which I think is the most important thing, is being truthful with ourselves. It's asking the universe to show us the truth. It's not necessarily always about giving other people our truth. Because we need to see the truth more clearly before we can share it with anybody else. And there's also a quote I heard a long time ago that I really believe in that said, truth without compassion can be cruel. So truth is very important, but I always like to temper truth with compassion. And yes, truth is important, and it's most important when it comes to being truthful with ourselves. When, when things aren't going the way we want, when, when things aren't working out, maybe we need to be a little bit more truthful with ourselves about how we are showing up in the situation, about our contribution to what's going on, about how uh, our own actions and our own decisions have contributed to the current situation. And it's not always easy we're very, very good at getting ourselves off the hook about not really being honest and truthful with ourselves and, and fooling ourselves a little bit. I mean, you know, everybody's different. Some people are better at it than others. But really the most important truth is the truth that we find for ourselves. It's the truth in our own lives. Other people need to find the truth in their lives. Now, we can share our truth, but we're sharing it from the point of view of what's true for us. However, I think if we keep our focus on what's the truth of what's really going on, not resisting what is, but really embracing what is going on around us, that then we're much more empowered to face whatever it is we're dealing with on any given moment, any given day. So nice little quote from the universe. Speaking about truth. All right, let's see what Abraham has in store for us today. Nice and short and sweet one from Abraham. No one can deny you or grant you anything. It all comes to you by virtue of your vibration. All right. So this is a, one of those quotes from Abraham that's really talking about our own power, about how what is what we are attracting into our lives, what we are uh, experiencing, what we are creating is really up to us 
our energy, our attitude, our presence, how we show up in the world, and that it's not really about other people. It's really about our energy and what we, our energy attracts to us in our life. So if we have the energy of being a victim, then we're going to attract people into our life who are going to victimize us. But if we have the energy of empowerment, of creation, of joy, of happiness, then we're going to attract more of that. We're going to attract more evidence that that is the truth for our situation. So it's not about what other people do to us or do around us. It's really about what are we bringing into our life. And, you know, sometimes it's not so easy. Again, going back to the first quote about truth, sometimes it's not so easy to be truthful to ourselves about what we are bringing in, about owning responsibility for what's going on in our life. And sometimes things just feel out of control. And that's okay. But if we can lean into this idea that we're the creators of our life, if we can lean into that by virtue of our choices, our decisions, our attitudes, and our energy, and how we show up in any given situation, that that truly impacts and create the outcomes and the results that we see in our life, when we get to that point where we can see the truth of of how we're creating our life, and it's not about what anybody else is doing, then we're more empowered to move forward, to create a life of joy and happiness and, 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 and of greater abundance or whatever the greater is that we want to bring into our life or the something better. Maybe it's about more friendships, more love, more connection, more amazing experiences, learning more new things, whatever it happens to be for you. But first, we have to see the truth about ourselves. And then we have to take responsibility for how we're showing up and realize that if there's anything out of alignment, anything that's not in integrity, anything that's like causing us some dissonance within ourselves, that that's going to affect what we attract, what we create, and what we build in our own lives. So let's first get good with ourselves, first get good with, again, our energy, our vibration, our, our, how we are showing up. And then let's see what unfolds before us. And inevitably, with any of my coaching clients, anybody who's worked with me over the years, once they've gotten better with their energy and their vibration, the results always follow. Always, 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 always. Never without question. So, two wonderful, interesting, uh, kind of uh, slightly different quotes of the day. And actually very apropos uh, for our guest today. And so it is my pleasure uh, to welcome to the show uh, business strategist and networking mentor, Robert Butwin. Robert is an expert in getting business owners unstuck and increasing the ease and joy in their lives. He is a dynamic professional networker, skilled in social media, marketing, sales, management, training, and public speaking. He has been a contributing writer for many professional trade journals and is the author of the best-selling book, Street Smart Networking, and has produced many programs, uh, many audio programs and CDs. He's traveled to Europe and Asia many times, sharing his insights and wisdom to help entrepreneurs create their success. And it is my pleasure to welcome him to the Conscious Consultant Hour. Welcome, Robert. How are you doing today? You know, actually... Personally, I'm doing phenomenal, but as you started that off, it was like these things within me because it's sort of like my whole journey. And it was like, wow, um, you know, because I'm thinking about my truth and part of my journey and, you know, and I'll get into that in a minute, but 
you know, I, I'm really excited and grateful to be here and sharing some of my insights and perspectives with your audience. Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, the quotes of the day, they're always so apropos for my guests that day. And then it's amazing because I do not cherry pick these. These are like the quotes that came to my inbox this morning. And somehow it's always perfect. And it was, you know, it was totally perfect because as you're talking about your truth, and I think about my journey, when I started my journey, you know, I thought I was on this one path and all of a sudden I had a defining moment. And actually I've had a, you know, a few different defining moments in my life, Mm -hmm. but it's like, in my first defining moment was listening to a Wayne Dyer's cassette tape series, how far back that was. was called no limit person. And it was like, all of a sudden, I started to realize that the limits that existed in my life, I was responsible for them being there. Mm. That's where the truth comes in. You Mm. know, and I love the fact, you know, because most people are in a state of denial. And I love the acronym denial. They don't even notice I am lying and they're lying to themselves by not taking responsibility, which is one of the key things that you said. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm just curious. So you, so you've been an entrepreneur for most of your life. Is this something you started off with as like a little kid? Like, did you have a paper route or, or, or is this something that kind of developed afterwards? I had it all. Uh-huh, I had really? a paper route. I lived in Minnesota. I shoveled the snow. Um, I cut uh-huh. grass. I, I actually caddied oh, at, wow. a, at a golf course. In fact, it was a funny story because my dad was running, you know, we, we started the high school award cheerleading jacket in the 1930s. So he mm-hmm. was running this company, but my grandmother really was in control, even though she wasn't there. But one day he came in because I loved making money as a caddy. And he actually, I locked myself in the bathroom and he busted down the door because he wanted me to go out and play golf and experience life, uh-huh. not continually work. So I, you know, um, that, that was one of my, you know, as far back as I can remember my, some of my experiences. Mm, that's interesting. You know, I, I used to say that, that I, I started off being an entrepreneur in about 1993 when I left the corporate world and started working for myself. But then as I was telling, you know, telling this story more frequently, I realized, well, actually, it's not quite true. Because when I was a little kid growing up in the Bronx, I remember, was it junior high school? I think it was junior, end of, like last year of junior high school, I used to go around with a friend of mine on Saturday nights, and we'd get a, a bundle of papers off the, the newspaper truck that was delivering the Sunday papers. Mm-hmm. We'd buy a bundle, and then we'd go around to all the bars in the neighborhood, especially wintertime, and we'd sell them, like at the, the Sunday paper at the time, this is how long ago it was, was like 25 cents. And yeah. we would sell them for 50 cents in the bars. And then sometimes we'd get a tip, especially from the bartenders. And we'd go around to like, and, and you know, it was a nice uh, Irish, Italian, na- Jewish neighborhood. And there were tons of pubs in the neighborhood. So we'd go up along Kingsbridge Road, down Fordham Road. We'd hit up maybe 30 to 50 bars in a night and make like 30 bucks, 50 bucks for about an hour and a half, two hours worth of work. And I thought this was great because I wasn't getting that much of an allowance. So I didn't, I realized "Hmm, my entrepreneurial roots actually go back to when I was a kid, not when I was an adult. So anyway, Robert, let's, uh, let's hold it there for a moment. And then when we come back from break, uh, I want to talk about uh, kind of how things develop for you, you know, kind of after school, you know, what you're, kind of path kind of looked like and what were some of those defining moments along the way that got you to be doing you know what you've been doing for however long you've been doing what you're doing today okay you got it awesome so everybody please stay tuned you're listening to the conscious consultant hour awakening humanity we do this every thursday 12 noon to 1 p.m eastern time right here on talkradio.nyc and we'll be right back after this You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. 
Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. Hey, all you listeners looking to boost your business. Why not advertise on Talk Radio NYC with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply send us a message on our website, talkradio.nyc. Hi, I'm Graham Dobbin. Join me every Thursday evening for the Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. We speak to people from business, sport, military and politics, all around what makes a great leader. The personal experiences of what's worked and, maybe more importantly, what hasn't worked. So, that's 7 o'clock every Thursday evening. The Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. Listen to real stories of real leaders. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We're speaking this hour with Robert Butwin, uh, business strategist and networking mentor. And uh, Robert, so we, we talked last segment a little bit about, you know, how since you were a young kid, it's kind of almost in your DNA, right? Your family were entrepreneurs. So um, did you go to college or did you go to work right after high school? And, and did you start getting into business right away? You know, my parents, you know, always shoved the educational aspect down my throat. So I went to mm-hmm. college. I, I probably resented it. You know, the only thing mm-hmm. I really learned in college was how to find the things that you needed to find. I graduated right. from the University of Minnesota, but I always knew that I was going to go into our family business. Again, we started the high school ward cheerleading jacket business. I loved playing sports. And mm-hmm. I saw myself being the oldest son, three younger brothers, that I was going to run the business someday. But I didn't realize some of the situation that I came to realize later on. And that's when I had to make a pivot, which happened in about 1985. But I always expected to be running that business. I see. I see. And so then what happened like after you got out of college? Did did you start working in the business right away or did you do something else? No, I started working in the business, but between the paper routes and the other things, I always had jobs. Like, for example, I was a uh-huh. singing waiter at Farrell's Ice Cream Parlor. I uh-huh. ran a snow cone booth at the Minnesota State Fair. It was the number one booth um, that was there. So, I mean, I've always enjoyed working and making making money. Um, uh-huh. And now it's, you know, beyond making money, it's making a difference. But um, mm. I expected to be running our family business until I had one of those defining moments. As I mentioned, we you know, through my life, I've had different defining moments that have got me to where I am right now. And so what happened that really sort of shifted your attitude? Like, what was that defining moment? Was it listening to that Wayne Dyer tape? Or was it something else that really got you to sort of change your mindset around business and around what you were doing? Well, the first defining moment, because I was doing almost everything in the business and I was covering the Twin Cities and I increased the sales a half a million dollars in one year. Uh, and they gave me like a $5,000 a year, a year raise. I'm saying, even though I was making decent money, I said, these numbers don't add up. So I went yeah. and talked to my dad, but my grandmother was controlling everything. And I had other grand, grand uh, my cousins in the business. Uh, so it was like, she didn't want her other, um, her daughters coming to her and saying, why is this one making so much more than that one? And so that was the first mm. thing. And so, uh, again, because when I went through college, I sort of took the path of least resistant. And so mm. once that defining moment happened, then I went out to search for how I could improve myself. And that's when I came across mm. the Wayne Dyer series. And that was the next defining moment. Mm. Mm. 
Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, Wayne Dyer was wonderful. I I, I uh, loved his work. I, I listened to many of his programs. Um, I, I actually did a whole show tributed to him when when uh, he he passed. Um, so then, so then take us through, like, how did you get to from from running your family business? How did you or, or working in your family business? How did you get to you know what you're kind of doing today? Well, once I started realizing that. I had to take responsibility and I needed to figure out how to gain the insights, perspectives. I started becoming a magnet for self-education. I came across uh, Jim Rohn. In fact, actually I was on stage with Wayne Dyer once with Jim Rohn a couple of different times, but you know, there are so many things that I learned from, you know, Jim Rohn, who, who was another mm-hmm. one of mine, what I call indirect mentors. You know, I was yeah. listening to his audio tapes and I started to realize and I think one of the saints was you can make a living by basically trading time for money as a job. You can make mm-hmm. a fortune through uh, self-education. Mm-hmm. So I started listening and taking the insights that I gained and applying them in the marketplace. And, and before I knew it, I got sort of like a riptide. I, I sort of got caught up because I started getting involved in my own business, mm-hmm. you know, the side hustle, you know, plan B. And I started making a lot of money. Um, and so, and that carried me for a long, you know, for a long period of time because I was making a lot of money as a networker, um, Mm -hmm. as helping other people recognize that there's always a plan B, you know, how you can, um, figure out how to get from where you are to where you want to be. Right. Right. Yeah. Very often we, we sometimes get stuck, don't we, in our mind of like, one way of doing something and i like to use the analogy of like the person who wants to be a movie star and they think like the only role for them is to be that actor in front of the camera and be the star of the film yet once they get involved in the industry they realize well there's a whole bunch of other things you could do instead you could be a producer a director a script writer a production manager like like there's always different roles around which you could still be involved with the same kinds of things but we sometimes tend to be very linear and focused on just one thing and we think i have to do that one thing or i'm not going to be happy but the truth is there are probably many different things we can do and still be happy Exactly. And again, I wasn't really sure. And I had my fear because again, when I was in our family business, I knew that things needed to change, you know, and unless they made certain changes because their whole philosophy is it worked in the past, it's going to work in the future. Well, mm-hmm. I came to the realization that's not necessarily the case, which I, I, I obviously time has proven me right, but mm-hmm. I knew that change had to happen for me to really be successful things needed to change awesome so 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 what was that change what what was the change you made for yourself that that you feel really helped you to move forward in your life well as i continually learned for example one of the things i one of the pieces that i came across early on was the e-myth by michael gerber oh yes yeah and he talks about four to five businesses are going to fail in the first five years and he says if you're one of the 20 percent don't breathe a sigh of relief because four to five of you are going to fail in the next five years. And then he goes into telling why, but Mm. I'm listening to my self-talk. Now I really didn't understand the power of self-talk then, but I'm saying that's not me. Mm. Failure is not an option. Mm. You know, a lot of success is your mindset. And, And the more that I continually poured the right insights into my mind you know, and I, I, I've always developed the right kind of mindset, um, you know, that no matter what happens, in fact, one of the other things that was very instrumental is a book by Dr. Robert Anthony, Beyond Positive Thinking. You uh, know, he, he talks about that we all have certain lessons to learn. And until we learn those lessons, life will trip you up in the lesson you're supposed to learn. And that has been very relevant to me as I've continually progressed through the things that I've had to progress. But, you know, again, I continually focused on working on myself and I still do that to this day. I listen to certain things, you know, again, it's a balance between doing and growing. Mm, mm, Yeah, absolutely. Because it's, we're only going to do as well as we work on ourselves. You know, it's one of those lessons I learned early on that 
you know, making more money is not about necessarily working harder. It's about changing who we are and how we show up and who we're being to be the person that actually earns more money, not, you know, necessarily a better strategy or, or a different uh, business to get into. It's really more about who are we being in the moment. Right. You know, one of my philosophies, you know, there's a direct relationship to the value and service that you bring to the marketplace and the rewards the marketplace will return. Who is the marketplace? It's people. Right. You know, the more that you can share insights and perspectives. And, and one of the things I've said for a long time, and I really believe this to be the truth, and I can go into different reasons why, I believe that it's easier to be successful today as a solopreneur, entrepreneur than ever in the past. Absolutely. Absolutely. A hundred percent agree. I mean, with, with technology, with the internet, with social media, the way we can connect to people around the globe. I mean, literally there are probably people listening to us internationally all over the place. And I see on the Facebook live, a uh, loyal listener, Patty said she's sharing the show. So it's even more people are going to see it. So it, it's definitely easier to do something different. And I think especially since the pandemic hit, we're now, we're all at home. Everybody is online. Like everything is being done virtually. It's really opened things up in a way that, I mean, was there before, but most people just weren't really present to it in the past were they yeah you know i think that's the key thing present to it for example before the pandemic i was on linkedin because and again when i originally started on linkedin i was sort of like ignorance on fire i didn't know what i really was doing (laughs) Uh, but i started connecting with people but my whole strategy was to meet people online get them offline yeah so but Again, with the pandemic, it shift, shifted, and it's even become easier. And I can, you know, go into reasons why it's easier now than before. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, the same thing that's like happened with our station, Talk Radio NYC. Uh, before the pandemic, we used to have the hosts come in studio locally. Everyone had to be within the New York City metro area. Now we're doing everything through Zoom, and I have hosts all over the place in Jersey, Connecticut, Long Island, you know, potentially even Texas, California, Europe. So it's it's really because it's forced us to pivot and go from in-studio to virtual, it's now opened up the station to such a huge market that, not that I didn't see the possibility, but without being forced to do it, I might not necessarily have made that decision so quickly. Exactly. And when you're saying forced to do it, it's like when the pandemic hit, it's like all of a sudden you've got all these virtual networking events. So now you've got LinkedIn and it's very important to have the right kind of profile on LinkedIn, but you're able to be on the network. And then the latest craze, if you're not on it yet, um, assuming that you've got an iPhone is Clubhouse. Clubhouse, I mean, yeah. So many, so many different ways to meet the right people. And, and the biggest thing or the biggest mistake that I see most entrepreneurs making is they focus on a pitch, tr- focus on the transaction before they look at creating a relationship. Hmm. Excellent. Excellent. You know, I want to get really more in depth with that because of the importance of relationships and the importance of really being in service. Because I I think that's something that people will really serve them if they truly understand it. But we need to take a a break right now. So uh, everybody, please stay tuned. Hold on. When we come back, we're going to talk more about um, not just finding your tribe, but, but the difference between being out there to just pitch somebody about what you're, what you want, what you're trying to do versus really showing up in service and and why that difference is, is so important. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the conscious consultant hour, awakening humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon to 1 PM Eastern right here on talkradio.nyc and all over Facebook, facebook.com slash talkradio.nyc slash inspired thoughts with Sam slash, uh, conscious consultant i'm everywhere so just 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 look for me and we will be right back after this you're listening to talk radio nyc uplift educate empower
Are you interested in having a better relationship with yourself, others, and God? Greetings. I'm your host, Dr. George Andow, for the show, A Journey Through Into Awareness. On my show, we journey into the awareness that the mind of God is the true seat of our personal consciousness. We join together each Monday at 7 p.m., so tune in on Talk Radio NYC. You know you have it, the potential for a more rewarding life, a life that matters. But how do you get there? The answer is in a best-selling book by the coach of the successful and wealthy, Ken D. Foster. The Courage to Change Everything, Daily Strategies and Wisdom to Awaken Your Hidden Genius and Transform Your Life. With this powerful yet amazingly simple daily guide, your future is in your hands. You will be empowered to unlock your potential, bring out your true gifts, increase your wealth, and take your life and business to a new level. Get your life-transforming copy of Ken D. Foster's The Courage to Change Everything by going to couragetochange.us. That's couragetochange.us. Quite frankly, there's no other book like this. Imagine what your life could be like if you had at your fingertips the success principles to create the life you've always wanted. Are you ready to live your dream? Go to couragetochange.us. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour and Awakening Humanity. Uh, before we get back to our conversation with Robert, I just also want to quickly mention, uh, for those people who have been tuning in and listening to talkradio.nyc for a while, now that we are operating virtually and I have hosts coming to us and doing programs from all over the country and all over the world, uh, this is an opportunity. If, if you think you have an idea, a message, something you want to get out that is in alignment with the different shows we have on the network, being empowering, uplifting, educational, having some fun. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. You can email me at sam at talkradio.nyc and we could set up a conversation uh, for, for see whether it's the right fit for you. Um, but if you're interested in doing having your own show and connecting to an audience, uh, this would be a great time to come on board. So, Robert, before we went to break, we were talking about the importance of connecting with people, of developing people, and 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 really serving people. Now, you've made and done been very successful in the network marketing industry, which is, you know, not an industry for everybody, and lots of people are doing it as as sort of like you said, a plan B, a side hustle. But one of the things I feel a lot of people don't realize with network marketing that it's really all about people, isn't it? It's all about cultivating relationships. It's all about developing people to help them to be successful for themselves. And and as Zig Ziglar used to say, right, if you help enough other people to have their dreams, you won't have to worry about yours. You know, you're 100% correct. One of my mentors a long time ago said, if you build people, people build businesses. The biggest thing you're dealing with is other people's perception. Their perception is their reality. If you take the time to get to know them and help them shift perception, first of all, that whole business has changed because of technology. You know, it's really, if people understood really what MLM is, and I could give you a couple simple acronyms, it's making life meaningful, (laughs) making lots of money, or making love more. You can pick any one you want, but really what it is, it's it's um, an alternative distribution methodology. It's a leveraged business model that you've got a vested interest to help other people. People think it's about trying to sell products. No, products are important. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But really, it's about educating people, educating people. And again, with technology, if somebody's open, if you've got the right relationship, they're going to receive the information. But if they feel that you're just looking at them as money, as a way that they're going to make you money. See, 
a lot of the myths in that kind of business, you know, and let me get that clear, you know, if, if I got you involved in a particular company, it's not that you're going to make me money. I'm going to go to work for you to help you make money. So it's the antithesis of what a lot of times people think about that business. Right, right. And and the same principles even apply to general business networking, right? If you, if you go to a, a networking event, and it could be a virtual event these days, if you connect with somebody there, and they kind of have you in their crosshairs, they're like looking at you like, oh, I can sell them my web services, or my financial planning services, or, you know, whatever they happen to be doing. And, and you feel this from them, like you're their lunch, Right, you're not going to want to stick around with them, right? You're going to be like, okay, nice to meet you, goodbye, and you'll talk to somebody else. So the sort of the same rule applies regardless of what kind of industry you're in or or how you're doing. It's it's really if you want to connect with people, and and ultimately, I think people are really now beginning to understand that really the the true power is in the power of your network, the power of the people who you have connections with your community, that if you're looking at the people in your community, as if they're going to be the people to support you and pay you and give you money, and it's all about you, they ain't going to be sticking around very long, are they? You know, that's totally true. In fact, the best way to develop relationships is, first of all, ask real questions, meaningful questions, so that they know, you know, one of the words you used is empathetic, I believe, um, Mm -hmm. you know, as you are connecting with them. But the second thing that you want to do is as you're finding out about them, is figure out something you can do to help them. Now, there's a couple different things that you can do. It might be the fact that you guide them to some information. You know, there's a lot of stuff people can get a, get to for free on YouTube. It yeah. could be the fact that because you've got a network, and my network is phenomenal. In fact, one of the guys that I met in one of the things calls me the godfather in networking. Actually, <laughs> you know, it just so happens my mother was in the wedding of who I believe is the godfather of networking, which is Harvey McKay. Oh. He, he was in his sister's wedding. And, you know... Um, they're still very close, you know, the family. But again, the key is being a value, being a trusted advisor, figuring out what you can do, because then people are going to want to do business with you, no matter what business you're in. Right. It's kind of like an, uh, my friend Cynthia, when she teaches people about networking, the, the way she talks about it, it's the difference between being a hunter and a farmer. Yep. So when you're a hunter, it's, it's you know, shoe, kill, eat. But when you're a farmer, you're cultivating relationships, you're fertilizing the soil, you're, you're connecting, you're doing things for the, your, your network, for your contacts, which are your plants. And then have, over time, as you do this and you provide real value, then the, those relationships will bloom and they'll, they'll, fruit will come off those trees falling off and you'll have more than enough to eat because you've done the right things to really cultivate that relationship. And often that's coming from a place of service. How can you help? You know, what kind of challenge, just asking that that question of your context, what are your challenges these days? How can I help you? Who can I introduce you to? What can I do that's going to help you with whatever or support you with whatever um, uh, you're facing these days to move forward and reach your goals? Exactly. Focus on being of service to the other person. See, unfortunately, most people are thinking me. If you take the M and flip it upside down, what do you have? We. We. Exactly. Focus on how to be, how to collaborate, how to create some kind of joint venture, how to uh, be of service to the other person, because then they're going to want to do business with you. Right. Right. Because who doesn't like to give back to somebody who's given to us, right? Who, who doesn't want to work with people, help people who, who've helped us without us really even asking for the help? You know, when, when we're genuine, when we're aligned, when we're, we're really coming from our heart, it just people naturally respond to that from their own hearts, don't they? 100% true. You know, it's, I, I've, verified, validated that in the marketplace, you know, um, 
and again, with everything going on, it's easier to meet people if you uh, practice and do the right principles. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And, and things have really shifted a lot. And I was talking with someone and they were talking about how before the pandemic, things were already starting to shift where the, the percentage of people in the general population who were working for companies versus working for themselves um, it's some, it was something like 75% working for other people, 25% working for themselves. And the projections were something like over the next 10 to 20 years, that would start to shift and maybe even out a bit and be a little bit more 50-50. But what they said now with the pandemic and everything happening, it, it, it's almost like it's it's pushing that, it's accelerating that, that more and more people are having to not by choice, but just out of sheer survival, having to become more entrepreneurial with their mindset, having to find ways of bringing value to the marketplace because just the jobs don't exist that used to exist a year ago. I mean, that's part of a plus, I think, you know, first of all, because of the pandemic, I think people are much more open, authentic, um, and willing to take a look at possible other ways to, um, rather than just trade their time for money, you know, because in reality, when you're working a job, you're building somebody else's dream. You know, right. you you're, you really end up settling for less than you can become. Uh, I mean, that's the reality. So once people have that shift, that um, understanding, and based on all the technology and working with the right practices, you're able to figure out what you're really passionate. It's like what Simon Sinek Sinek talks about, understanding why you're doing what you're doing. When people realize that um, you're connected with something that's higher, uh, that higher purpose. Yes. And you're able to communicate that properly. People are going to want to be part of what you're doing. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's all about, you know, it's sort of like when we show up in a better way, when we show up in a way that we end up being a good role model for other people, that inspires them and then they want to show up better themselves. It's kind of that old adage of we we can't change anybody else. We can only change ourselves. But when we show up better, we can be an inspiration to allow other people to show up better for themselves. Exactly. You know, again, people are judging. It's not what you say; it's what you do. It's how you, the, how you're being that person. Exactly is the key. And one of the things I came up with a long time ago, because I know you talked a little bit at the beginning about Abraham. I came up with the five A's in the law of attraction. You know, mm-hmm. one of the things that the secret did is really it brought to the consciousness level that people can virtually attract whatever they want to attract. I mean, I, you know, I attracted the right life partner, you know, I've been married, very happily married for 35 years. But one of the principles that I've always put into practice is how to attract whatever it is that you truly want to attract into your life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Wonderful, wonderful. All right, believe it or not, it's time to take our last break of the show. Um, When we come back, we just have a few more minutes, I would love to get into sort of what do you see, you know, happening now with the shifts and changes where do you see things going from here um you know what are these changes are sort of permanent and and what's the quote-unquote new normal going to be in business and how can people learn to thrive in this new environment okay robert sure awesome wonderful so everybody please stay tuned you're listening to the conscious consultant hour awakening humanity we've been speaking this hour with robert butwin a business strategist and networking mentor and we will be right back after this you're listening to talk radio nyc uplift educate empower are you a small business trying to navigate the covid19 related employment laws hello i'm eric sauver employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show employment law today On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges 
business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern Time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We've been speaking this hour with Robert Butwin. Robert, you've had tremendous success in your life. You, you've really accomplished a lot. I think a lot of people, uh, you know, would sort of envy your position and, and, and where you've come to today. What's next for you? Where do things go from here? Because you don't seem like the kind of man to me that's just going to kind of sit back and rest and, and take it easy for the rest of your life. You know, I'm going to continually do the things I'm doing. What's next for me? First of all, it's not what I've done. Mm-hmm. It's what's in front of me. Mm-hmm. You know, I take a look at my best is yet to come. Mm-hmm. You know, a friend of mine once said, we all have two B days, a birthday and a box day. In mm-hmm. between, there's a dash. So yes. the point is, did you do the best that you could in the short time that you're in your physical body on this earth? So I want to continually help as many other people. It's like the movie Pay It Forward. Mm-hmm. I want to share my insights and wisdoms to help other people accelerate their success mm-hmm. in a way that will allow them to create the success they want. In fact, I came up with what I call my ABCs to success, if you let me to share that with your audience. Yeah, sure. It's actually ABCDE-S. Okay. Number one, A, aware of what you want and aware of what you need to change in relationship to accomplish the things that you want to accomplish. B, brand yourself and be selective of the brands that you represent. Hmm. C, consistency, constant and proper action. D, digitize your messaging. There's many ways you can digitize your messaging. Blogs, book, radio, interviewing other people. E, expose your messaging to the right audience. Hmm. And the posture S is strategic planning and systematize your ability to attract and retain the right relationships. Hmm. Beautiful, beautiful. The ABCDEs of success in business these days. Posture S. So so let me ask you, for, for someone listening today, you know, maybe they're having a little bit of a hard time with the new environment we're in and the, the pandemic. Um, what advice would you give somebody who, let's say, you know, maybe, maybe they're still working or maybe they're, 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 they've got laid off. They're not quite sure what to do, that they're really um, having a hard time dealing with this new environment and, and, and not going out there. What would you suggest to people who are, who are in some challenge at the moment? A couple of different things. I would suggest them go to YouTube and uh, watch the movie or read the book, Who Moved My Cheese? Ah, you know, the key one. is change happens. So the point is, are you going to be a victim of the change or are you going to be a byproduct of it? How are you going to use the changes that are going on in the marketplace to allow you 
to create what you want. You've got to get into action. First of all, you got to recognize the reality and then you've got to get into action and make something happen. You know, there's an old saying, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Right. You know, I started off with indirect mentors, you know, the books and CDs and everything else until I find the right mentors. But again, you've got to get into action. Know that everything that's happening to you, as long as you get into action, is serving you. You know, it doesn't matter what's happening if you realize um, that it ultimately is going to serve you and that we all deserve to become successful. Look at this as a sign. One of the mm -hmm. things I realize is most people miss the signs. They sit back mm -hmm. and play the victim role. Yeah. And when I'm talking about the signs, you know, I ask people quite often the question, what color are yield signs? And you know yellow. what answer? Well, what? Yellow? No, they haven't been yellow for over 40 years. Really? They're oh, red geez. and white. And how many of them have you drove and by, driven by? <laughs> the bottom line is, you know, right now, there's never been a better time to become an entrepreneur. You know, there's, I mean, look at how many, you know, people are making so much money as influencers on, influencers on be it YouTube or TikTok. Now you've got Clubhouse. Yeah. You just got to become awakened and realize that, A, it's the best time to be alive. In fact, one of the things I say, and as I tell you this, um, 57 years ago, the day after my birthday, mm -hmm. my cousin released a song. As I tell you that, I never met him, but his mother was in my wedding, at my wedding. Okay. The title of the song was The Answer My Friend is Blowing in the Wind. Ah, that Bob was 57 Dylan. years ago. Today, yeah. it's on the internet. Yeah. You know, that's part of the reason I know why you're doing continually doing this show to shift people's consciousness. That's the reason why you do the things that you do is to help other people accelerate the success and become more aware that they can take responsibility and do what they want to do and make a living doing that. Right. Exactly. Exactly. It's all about sort of not resisting what is being present and looking for the opportunity and looking for the opportunity that truly resonates and align with you because people these days, they're not putting up with BS the way they used to. So, so, so let me ask you, Robert, if you were to look into your crystal ball and, and, and you were trying to say like, what's going to be, and I know it's kind of difficult these days, what's going to happen next year, two years, three years, four years, five years, I wouldn't go any further than five years, but, but, but what, what trends in business do you see that have like happened that you feel it's like either this is the future or this is the present reality and it's going to stay our reality reality from moving forward in the future? Well, let me first of all tell you that my crystal ball is clear, but it's not crystal clear. So <laughs> okay. what I could do is through this year, I believe that there's not going to be much change unless you make the changes, meaning the fact that mm. with the vaccination coming out, Half of our population is going to take it. The half, uh, the other half isn't probably going to take it. Right. I don't believe that the pandemic is going to go away and there'll be other strains. Now, I'm not saying that to become to, to put fear into your mind, but mm -hmm. you need to recognize the reality, the truth, right. and take the pr appropriate action. And if you take responsibility and focus on how you can be of service to the marketplace, how you mm -hmm. can um, expand your network, because you probably heard the saying that your that your net worth is in direct relationship to the value of your network. So if you can expand your network and bring more value to the, your network, mm -hmm. and ultimately the right people will come into your network, will come into your consciousness level, and as long as you do the proper action, I think that the future is very bright. Mm, beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah, it's it's really, it feels more and more, the world has gotten smaller in a way that we're much more interconnected with people who are very far away, and that our communities are not local communities anymore, they're virtual communities. And that as we connect in service, as we've talked about throughout the show with people around the globe, that we can really create more community around us even if they're not physically around us right totally i mean the answer is yes i mean i'm, I'm talking to people throughout the whole world asia europe 
I mean, you're in New York, I'm in California, um, and it's easier to connect with people and you can create whatever you want to create as long as you've got the consciousness and you get in the proper action. Right, right. Exactly, exactly. All right, Robert, it's almost the end of the show. I would be remiss if I didn't um, uh, have you give out uh, your contact information. If people want to get in touch with you uh, um, and talk with you, like how would they find you? Very easy. Um, it's just butwin, B-U-T-W-I-N at gmail.com. What I like to always say is just remember with Robert, you do nothing but win. Or you can find <laughs> me on LinkedIn. Um, but the easiest way is just send me an email at butwin, B-U-T-W-I-N at gmail.com. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, Robert, thank you so much for coming on the show today. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your schedule to share your insights and your wisdom with my audience. Really appreciate it. Sounds good. I appreciate being here. And if I have touched one person, one person that I've helped shift their consciousness level based on something I said, it's been well worth it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you, Robert. Thank you. And listen to all my loyal listeners out there. Thank you for tuning in this week. Again, if you missed any part of the show, you can catch it on uh, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Amazon, all over the place. And um, also, don't forget that if you have not yet picked up a copy of my book, Everyday Awakening, it's still on sale. You can go to everydayawakeningbook.com. It'll take you right to the listing on Amazon. And if you don't want to shop at Amazon, that's fine. You can go to Books A Million. You can go to Barnes & Noble. You can order it online anywhere. So I've been getting tons and tons of positive reviews and feedback from people about the book. So um, I, I hope you'll consider adding it to your library and using it just to support you and help you through your path. So thank you all for tuning in today. Stay tuned. Coming up next, Ken Foster and his show, Voices of Courage. Later today, 7 p.m., Graham Dobbin and his show, uh, The Mind Behind Leadership. And of course, tomorrow, our Friday lineup starting at 10 a.m., Philanthropy and Focus, always Friday, The Entrepreneurial Web and Wise Content Creates Wealth. And uh, stay tuned. And if you haven't signed up for the newsletter yet, go to talkradio.nyc, join the tribe, sign up for the newsletter because we've got more new shows coming up in the future. So I don't want you to miss anything. Thank you all for tuning in. Take care. Have a great day. And we will talk to you next week. listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Hi, I'm Graham Dobbin. Join me every Thursday evening for the Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. We speak to people from business, sport, military and politics, all around what makes a great leader. The personal experiences of what's worked and maybe more importantly, what hasn't worked. So that's seven o'clock every Thursday evening. The mind behind leadership here on talkradio.nyc. Listen to real stories of real leaders. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. Hey, all you listeners looking to boost your business. Why not advertise on Talk Radio NYC with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply send us a message on our website, talkradio.nyc. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19-related employment laws? 
Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. 